now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Okay, this is a weird one, guys. All right, this is Yolanda at DryerBuzz. Seven seconds into this. 5.35 in the a.m. in the morning. There was the loudest roar going down the highway. You know, I'm situated between all matters of transportation. There's the highway. Well, and see, it depends on where you live. You know, I might not understand. There's the expressway. And then there's a highway. And then there's a train. And occasionally, a billionaire's plane. Okay, and I'm going to say a billionaire because we all heard they were moving to the neighborhood. But anyway, in the billionaire's plane, they fly the weird flight patterns of course. And I downsized, so the airspace above me is no longer mine. <laughs> no longer restricted. Um, so I hear things. But I, I like waking to the, the morning sounds. 5.30 in the morning? Well, that means I've been up about... Actually, you know what? When I got up, I swiped my phone, as we all did. And it was literally 5 o'clock. And here's the yard. I told you this is a weird one because I want to go back to sleep, but then I'm afraid, like, if I go back to sleep and then I wake up and try to do this, it won't be this weird one. And I really want to give you the weird one because I really want to give you the one where I am so deeply embedded in these covers, trying to keep warm from the morning chill. I love that we are having the morning chill. And it was actually... Just a few moments ago, it was not quite comfortable, which is me, which is why I'm awake. Because I always think, you know, when I start tussling and turning, if I should get up and turn on the fan. The fan is directly over me, and it ends up becoming too cold. You know how you jump out of bed and you have to go grab something, do something, go to potty, whatever. And it's too cold, like bone chilling, like you didn't, you didn't expect it to be that. And I haven't done one of these literally like from bed because we have the routine where I have to get up. But I, I feel like I'm going to doze off because if I stay up from 5 o'clock, that means I'm going to want to go to bed at 7 o'clock. And let me just tell you, all week long, I've been trying not to go to bed at 7 I literally said, I don't want to be that person who goes to bed at 7 o'clock. That means that the day is just getting the best of me. And, and I make my days the best day, so by 7 o'clock I'm done. And, you know, my, my evening shows, and, and I'm from the generation we programmed our life by TV shows. Okay? Fuss at these kids all you want about screens. Honey, my generation, we were screened to death. Okay? I mean, you didn't need a watch. In fact, my generation, we don't even wear watches. We just look at the television. What time is it? Oh, the news is on? But now I live in a city, and you probably do too, where the news is on all freaking day long. But it used to be I mean, it still is for us. We tell we tell TV by the time. We tell TV by the commercial break. Like, oh, we got 21 minutes. We got five more minutes, you know? In fact, I was in the kitchen yesterday, and uh, I was the Jeffersons. I watch 70s TV shows, okay? It was going off. The credits were rolling, but then they had a commercial in between the credits, y'all. Y'all, they had a commercial in between the credits. They started the credits, went to commercial, came back, ending credits. But that's how the Jeffersons used to be. And so, I was in the kitchen. I don't know what I was doing, but I knew exactly what time it was. And I verified it by looking at the clock, not on the wall, but on the stove. And then double-checking that one by the clock on the microwave. I don't know if this is... Okay, maybe this is a time podcast. And guess what? The dog, I hear him shaking down the hall. Why is he still down the hall? I told you, we had some new, got new neighbors, and uh, he's got a new routine. I'm listening to see if he was coming. He's been coming to bed really late, really late. Yeah, here he comes. Listen. He's going to walk around in circles, and he's going to plop down on his bed. Why is he coming back in here just now? Because Petty Betty was up and about. He was up with her. And knowing him, he's sneaky. So he's probably been all over my TV table trying to see if I left a napkin for him to shred to pieces and get in trouble and be fussed at all day long. And if I was to say right now, did you do that? 
seen. Right. He knows. He's probably thinking, what is she talking about? And why is she awake? And why is she talking at this hour? He's too tired. Otherwise, he would have jumped up and went into Patty Betty's room. He escapes to Patty Betty's room when he gets in, gets in trouble. But he's sneaky like that, which my son uh, later informed me after he got in trouble. But again, timing is everything. And we uh, we tell time by so many things that's going on around us and in our lives. And, and you'd be surprised if you... Because we, we, here's what I want to talk about is we spend so much time unconscious in these days. I mean, like, just unaware of what's going on around us. That I used to... Always, I was always... I and mean, we already know. I, I've always been a preoccupied person. It used to frustrate my mother to death that I was always preoccupied because to her, and, and of course in our world in Atlanta here... You always had enough to be concerned about in your surroundings. And I was always preoccupied. I was a creative. I was always, my mind was always somewhere. It was always somewhere developing story. And so she would always be concerned that I wasn't aware. And keep in mind, my mother was uh, somewhat of an athlete. She was karate trained. I'm going to say karate trained. It's not to give you all her credentials. So therefore... Uh, learning the art of fighting and karate, you were always prepared, always aware of everything going on around. And I, I would miss it all. And so, like I said, we always, some of us, I'm going to say all of us, some of us are so unconscious. Like, when I am awake at this hour, and, you know, 5.30, a lot of successful people, professional people, uh, people who write their story, they always talk about, getting up earlier than anybody else, you know. But I'm like, this is what used to get on my nerve about people who talk about we need to be up at 5.30. I'm like, dude, and I, I have to say dude because there's a lot of men that say that. But what about a person that goes to bed at 2 o'clock? They were already up. Like, like what difference does it make? I was that 2 a.m. person. I already had the jump. So stop trying to tell me to be up at 5.30. But as I listen, people who are up at 5.30, and I mean, I live on a stretch of highway, expressway, whatever you want to call it. I live on a corridor that connects two states. And so, and, and people who live this far out of the city, you know, there's always that morning roar of the 5.30 people going into the city. Now, it's pandemic, so it's not a lot. But I'm I'm amazed that when I am awake at this hour, what I hear what I notice, and how far away I can hear things, um, more so than things that are close up. Because it's something about being in tuned. I always talk about being um, preoccupied because I am always preoccupied. I'm not as in tuned to things like that. Listen, as an 18-wheeler. Um, and then, and then okay. In between me and the highway, expressway, whatever you want to call it, there's this new parkway, and it's only new. It's about maybe about five, ten years. I don't know. I don't know. It's a road. There's nothing on it yet. So a lot of vehicles, when they hit it and they see that, you know, get a signal that there's no cops around, they really open up their vehicles and they hit that stretch. And it's about, I guess I could say it's a mile at the most. You know, it's definitely more than any other measurement. So it may be, uh, maybe a maybe a mile. I want to say, or maybe a half a mile. I don't know. I can't tell. Um, but I wanted to do this one because I wanted to talk about being awake. There's somebody flying out of here. Um. I wanted to be I wanted to be awake and see I wanted to see if how in tuned I was laying here listening in the dark and there's some artificial light and then there's every light petty bitty left on. Um but I wanted to listen and I wanted you to listen. And so I didn't I didn't go get the earbuds, I didn't get the microphone. Because where I record this, I can see it has it has a gauge, it has a um monitor that lets you know the pitch of the sound. 
And when I go quiet, it's still moving. It levels off a bit, but it's 10 minutes into this, but it's still, it's still vibrating. Which means that, and of course, when you don't have any kind of uh, device plug, plugged up, any mic plugged up, this phone listens very well. I have been live streaming and leave the room and go, and I'm talking to Patty Betty down the hall, and every bit of that is in the video, you know. So it it has it has it's always listening. Of course, you know, all the smart devices are listen in in the bots pick out different conversations and so forth and so on. And we're about ten forty five into this. Um. But how much are you in, in tune to? How much are we in tune to? And one thing I heard, Patty Betty, and of course gets it from me, but I've corrected my problem of sneezing in the morning. And one, she has taken to eating cereal again with, even though it's 2% milk, still milk. Dairy makes us sneeze. Entire family, all of us, they got my genes. You're going to have that problem. And I keep saying, you need a milk alternative. Now, because I said you need a milk alternative, my two of my kids stubborn. I don't know. My son didn't. My son has it. My son has it worse. I think he has it worse. Why? I think because he's a man. Notice I didn't say kid. He's a man, and uh, he fights with it all the time. And I, he doesn't realize how involved his mother had to be in his breathing. And keeping his nose clean as a kid. One, because, you know, he had asthma. And he had these, you know, he he had issues when catching the common cold. And there were the levels. And you guys know, because you've raised kids uh, in this era. You know that they have some, they have, they had their unique set of problems as far as all this stuff is concerned. So, I'm here, I'm hearing Patty Betty in her waking process. And I'm, I'm wondering because if I can, if I'm, awake at 5.30 and I'm hearing all this, how do I not hear it on normal? How does it not wake me up every day? How is it that I sleep through all of this activity that's going on? I am awakened three hours earlier than I normally, I normally will creep awake between 8, 8.30. And I'm, and I'm wondering, you know, like if the dog gets into something or you know, Petty Betty when she was leaving. And I normally will. I normally will. I don't know what normal is. Because sometimes I'm in tune to it, sometimes I'm not. Is it because we are exhausted at times? Is it because we tune it out? You know, and as a mom, as a mom who had four, four, four little ones running around, four uh, middle-aged, more, four uh, teenagers running around, Four, I mean, like, it was four of them, and when they used to have to get ready for school, I, remem- I remember the exact day I woke up, and they were all going to school, and I was not disturbed. They had developed this thing, don't wake her up, you know, because I was that mom, what are y'all doing? What are you doing? Why are you, like, you know, listening for listening for each one to get out? And then, of course, them fussing at that one that would be late and lingering, well, and then, which, of course, means that she would need a ride to school. Um, yeah, her, the youngest daughter. And so, uh, and everybody else would be organized and ready to roll, and they would be fussing at her because, you know, they they had, as a mom, 14 inches, you know, y'all got to look out for make sure everybody gets, gets going, you know. And, uh, and so they would always throw her to the wind. Like, she's not ready. But I just remember having to be so in tune, making sure I can hear them. There's, you know, they're getting something to eat. They're getting, you know, heading out together instead of one door slam after another, after another, after another. Um, You know, and just, and then it was just, and then two, I had to get up and take the son because he was the youngest. But I remember that morning, when he wanted to be, he, he always wanted to be like his sisters and get out with them. And his bus came later. And I just remember waking up in a panic because for that particular morning, they had, they all had it together. 
and he was tired of his mother being at the door. Because at this time, the school bus stopped in front of the house, as opposed to them having to go to a school, a centrally located school bus stop. That was in the early years, in the elementary years, but once they got older, once we relocated, we relocated to a county where this bus system was a little bit different, and instead of having to go to a centrally located bus stop where every kid you know on the block had to go, the bus literally stopped in front of the house, and so... Um, so that's what I would hear, and I'd hear the the brakes, the the tires on the bus, the wheels on the bus, um, and I would hear you know the various buses because having four kids, they were all there was never really a time where they were all in one school, and so I remember waking up in a panic and jumping out of bed, and I talked about this yesterday, jumping out of bed. And I kept wondering, where did that come from? Why did I jump out of bed to go and run? Because I had left dinner out. And I was like, what difference would another hour have made? And I thought about it. I kept saying, what was that? What was that? And today I remember um, jumping out of bed because I woke up and the house was quiet. And all the kids were gone. And I, I remember panicking because that meant that I didn't know what they had on. I didn't know if they eaten. How dare the? How did the youngest do? You know, and it, he came home, and I was, and I panic, 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 panic. But he came home, and I try not to panic. He came home, and he, he would, I remember him being so proud that he did not have to wake me. Now, mind you, y'all, his pants was wrinkled in his head. I'm like, oh my god, this poor baby, this poor baby. I get home. And I'm like, and, and mind you, because I was always wanting to be home in the a.m. when they left, and my mother would have them in the evening for me. So when I got home, I saw him, and I, I was like, "Please tell me you just put that on when you got home from school." And he was like, "No, I wore it." I'm like, "Boy, he was wrinkled to death, y'all, wrinkled to death." And which was one of the reasons he didn't wake me. Because he didn't want to be that he didn't want to be that neat looking guy, well put together. And I talked about this yesterday in a story I talked about my mother dressing me. And he one of the reasons he tried to ease out of the house because he wanted to wear what he wanted to wear. And by no means would that outfit have gotten by me. And I said, Okay, and we at this point, we at this point, because we at this point, I'm about to give you some real responsibility of taking care of yourself. If it's going to mean I get another hour of sleep or two hours, I'm like, okay. Because I remember having to stay up so late to, to get work done, to get things done. Um, because, you know, you have to you have to be mom, you know. And uh, plus I worked, I worked later. I worked midday. And so by the time I got home, uh, sometimes they were, they were already headed to bed having had dinner and, and homework and all that stuff, thanks to my mom. But I just remember, I remember the day. I re, I can tell you what the day looked like. I can tell you. Oh, I can also tell you, I remember he, he liked some little girl. And uh, I remember when I went to the door to look out, you know, to check the neighborhood. I'm like, okay, what's going on? I remember also checking my rose bush. And I remember the roses start like wasn't there a rose you know you notice things like i said i'm 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 preoccupied but i still notice some things i'm like out of the corner of my eye i just also noticed during that week um it was one less rose each day i'm like wait why can i why am i not seeing roses out of the 19 minutes into this why am i not seeing my roses out the side of my thing well lo and behold another part of getting out of the house without me knowing was um Homeboy was taking my roses to school to some little girl, okay? And I just noticed, and I remember walking out, walking down the steps, walking around to the corner of the house, like, the roses shouldn't be falling off right about. You know, it's too early. They should be just not blooming. And I could notice these neat little cuts. I'm like, okay, this little boy, you know? So anyway, there are things that we are in tune to. And it's those things that we're in tune to that end up becoming well-remembered memories. It's those things that we are that we miss and we wonder, 
And you sit and you hear people talking and having conversation. Like I'm reminiscing. You hear people reminiscing. And you, you have no recollection. Because you're preoccupied. There's a lot that I remember. But there's also a lot that I was preoccupied to. There are times when I sit like this waking early in the morning. And I've heard my children mention this, that, and the other. Things that they've gotten away with. Good things. Nothing, nothing horribly bad. Or they'll... Or you hear laughter of something and you can't recall. You know, I think I talked about that the other day. Because it's those things that help us get out of bed, you know. And whether you get out of bed and you know that you've been off service to yourself and others. Or you get out of bed and you you don't get out of bed because you don't feel worthy. You don't feel that you've got something to contribute. You know, you don't have anybody to talk to. Luckily, in this day and age, that that's not a problem for us. You know, I think about aging, and I think about being alone, and I'm like, mm, don't even know what that is. Don't even know what that is. I know what it is, and I get those thoughts, but then I realize, like, wait, we live in public these days. So, But also, I think about, having to be preoccupied because I always had so much going on. I was always able to find some joy moments and I was always able to, you know, deliver the life that I wanted to live. And I was always, I want to say balance. I hope that I balance. And I think because you, you get to this time of life, you know, and you can look back and I can say, yeah, I think I balance things pretty well. And, but you always want to, you always will want to do more. I think I need to share that. You will always feel like you don't have enough time. You will always feel like you could have done more or you want to do more. But always make sure that you did something. That way, you know, it's okay to even be now and say, man, I wish I had more time to do it. I wish I had a clear mind to be able to balance one more thing. But I always have something to go to to be satisfied. Remember, I said sensations and solutions satisfying, one of the top keywords, phrases, hashtags online, and that most people spend the most of their time online doing is consuming content that's simply satisfying. There's so many, and I, I, I wish I had other words. To this, this is why I'm 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 reading now. I'm listening. I'm not reading. I'm listening to other things because I need my language is becoming limited. Of course, we have a president that only has five words, so you know. And I think that's the era that we live in. Uh, unless you continue to, unless you continue to continue learning, but I wish I had another way to say this. But you will always wish. You will always think, believe, even condemn yourself. For not doing more. Even though I have those amazing memories where I was not preoccupied and I was in tuned to what was going on with my children, I still, as a parent, you always have those moments remembering or reminiscing or uh, regretting, thinking that you weren't there for something. You always think that you weren't there for something. You always think that you didn't have enough time. Because we don't have all the time in the world. We only have the time that's given us. But I, And I think about, too, how, because this was always very important to me, when I talk about the mornings with my children, because that was so important to me. And when Patty Betty left this morning, She said she was gone. And I'm like, how many mornings do I not hear that? Do we not have that exchange? You know, she was sneezing this morning. But to hear a bless you. Because oftentimes when I do, when things that she does in the morning awaken me, or the sneezing when she's got a real bad fit, awaken me. And I hear her bless herself. And I... As a mom, I felt like, dang, I was getting, I was about to say it, you know. Um, and I'm going to sit up here because I want to grab a sip of lemonade. You know, I keep a sip of lemonade. 
in those moments when I hear her bless herself. And I'm like, dang, I was about to say it. And I still go ahead and say it. But, you know, as a mom, you feel like, well, dang, okay, I missed that moment. Because you don't want to you don't want to miss a moment. We keep track of time. Hopefully, there are two, t- there are two ways. Of, there's two people. There's two, there's two reasons we keep track of time. Keep track of time because you want to catch somebody slipping. Yeah, that might, that might be you. We keep track of time because we want to make the best of it. You know, or we don't want to. You keep track of time because you... You want to catch somebody slipping, or you keep track of time because you don't want to get caught slipping. Most of us don't want to get caught slipping. Most of us monitor ourselves. Most of us, and I said this was a podcast the other day, most of us are harder on ourselves than anybody can ever be. And if you are up at 530 in the morning and headed into your day, it being 601 at this very moment for me, for us in this time zone, if you're up because you're finna go ready to get out and, and, and it's satisfying to you to try to catch somebody sleeping, you need to occupy yourself with something else. Stop trying to catch folks slipping. And maybe do something about the things that get them keep them slipping. You know? I I actually in the last job that I had, there was this guy hell bent on catch trying to catch me slipping. Because I had too much joy to be in the space. And he had got whiff of something going on. You know? And it and he felt catching me slipping was gonna mean the world to him. <laughs> guess what the guess what folk reminisce about today? He walked they reminisced how he walked up on the wrong one. Because catching me slipping, you can't catch me slipping because I'm always prepared to walk away. And that was, I don't know if that was the day or the beginning. That might even, in fact, that was even the middle because I was trying to make a decision. And thank you for helping me. And the thing that made him even angrier, I is that all this energy he was putting together didn't even have a major impact. Like, I'm like, this dude got up, got dressed, came to work. It was in a workplace situation. And he was like, it, this was it for him. Man, he wanted to catch. See, he, want, I, he, he needed something on our department to make his department look like they were doing something. It's like, and apparently what I was doing was proving that his department was wasn't valid, right? And so he was like, I'm gonna catch her slipping. But you catch your his catching me slipping was catching me doing something satisfying, catching me um leaving for lunch or a few seconds in this in this number we had to meet these numbers. And his catching me slipping was catching me going a few seconds over in a status, and those of you that deal with, I worked on a health uh, on a health line called nurse call line and all that kind of stuff, health center, you know, and we do the pre screenings for people that needed to talk to the nurse. We talk to people about their diseases and and managing their health and health coaching kind of thing. And uh, now I'm only going to be specific because this was. I have to give you the parameters and for those who understand because everything was time sensitive or this industry, th- this industry was becoming time sensitive. It was going from really being careful and listening to people to, okay, hurry up and get them through this, that, and the other stages of this call. And so I parked mine for a minute because here's the thing though. Let me, let me give you the date. Let me give you the date. I parked mine mine for a minute because I had gotten some flowers. I literally, like, this is the, this is the kind of ish that be going on. I got a delivery of flowers and I was standing up and I was, um, putting the flowers in the vase to put them on my desk. Cause you know, I was, had a friend, they were showering me with gifts. I was getting, I was getting, and this is the thing about it, y'all. I was getting these gifts like every other day, like, 
you know, and and of course you get something in the office, what happens? Everybody wanna come see. And so all everybody was like, you know, tripping off of this one. Then they, oh, it's a, there's another she got another one, y'all. What who is this one from? Da, 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 da. So everybody was going crazy over all this stuff. And so I was standing there and I was talking over my half wall and, and you know, and I don't even know, no, I think I was even on the phone. And um he walks up. And I'm in a park status. And now, mind you, wrong time. It was the wrong time. Because I'm like, I'm already at a point like, how long, how much long am I going to be here? Because I had an absolute amazing opportunity in front of me. And I was there because I was yet again about to say no to an amazing opportunity. I literally was like, no, I'm going to stay where I am comfortable. Even though I'm not satisfied, I'm going to stay where I'm comfortable. And dude walks up, and I'm standing there. And here's the thing, though. I'm standing there with the flowers in my hand. And he proceeds to come at me with all kind of hostility. And I'm like, and I just remember I made a noise that, of course, caught the attention of the entire floor. Because I, the way in which I placed the vase, on I placed the vase down and break the vase. But this man was talking to me. Now, one thing I know in my environment, first of all, we go eye to eye, toe to toe, okay? And everybody knew, don't walk up in my space. I'm that person. Don't walk up in my space. Don't come up in my space. And certainly don't creep up in my space like you some kind of slittering thing. So... He creeps up in the space trying to catch me instead. But I'm like, first of all, Mr. Fool, okay, uh, everybody can see the status because with, with your trace, your tracks, and all that kind of stuff. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. So you know I'm in the status. But then you walk up on me and you see I'm accepting. A, I just got a delivery. I need to park in order to take the delivery from the person, place it on the desk, this, that, and the other. So he comes up. And then now he proceeds to have all this hostility and yelling at me. And I'm like, dude, I, I, okay, wait a minute, hold up. Who who are we talking to with this, right? And so I proceeded to shut him down. And I told him, you best to walk away. Don't come, you, I don't know why you're coming at me like this, um, but you best to walk away. And um, I remember from that point on us, us having to be separated. I remember somebody literally, and I don't know who this person is, but they apparently was a decision maker, um, <laughs> having, to, having to get between us. And it was nothing to, no one gave any thought to the fact that this was a man and I'm a woman, and I don't even need you to be there. I don't even need it like that, right? But here's the thing. Um, I was told to cool down, calm down. And I said, well, the best way for me to cool and calm down is going to take the day off, Right? So, when I, I left there, I left there and I went to, I literally left there and I went to a global financial summit where I should have been. I left there and went where I should have been. I had access. I left there, this job, and I went to a networking with world freaking leaders that I had said no to that I don't want to be I can't I'm I can't I gotta work I had a job I can't be in the midst of this I can't go and make global financial impact you know I can't go and represent my community I can't go and be a delegate <laughs> at this thing you know understanding it's a major opportunity and people would kill for the opportunity but this is something that I said no to because I didn't think I had time. We're over. We're over. But we're going to wrap this up. So while I'm at this, at this, and I'm telling you, eating five-star, five-star meal, open bar, um, people like, let me introduce you to this person. Let me introduce you to you. You must know this person. You must know her. You must know all of this. And here's this man talking about, I just, I just left a situation. This man talking about 30 freaking seconds. 30 freaking seconds. I'm in a I'm in a parked situation for 30 freaking seconds. And there are people wanting to introduce me to world leaders. 
people all over the country. See, this is where, you know, you got time. You got time. And this is why I say opportunity waits. Because even though I said no to it, it's like, oh, no, you're not going to be comfortable here today. You're not going to be. And let me tell you, a cubicle is hella comfortable. I'll take one today. But still, but yet in the same opportunity, opportunity waits for you. Stop looking at your clock. And I remember somebody telling me that. Stop looking at the clock. Stop looking at the time. In fact, divorce yourself from time. And put everything in this perspective and, and do it when you can, when you will. Because when you do it, you will not have missed it. You ain't missed a thing. You ain't missing nothing. Well, yes, you are. You missing a whole lot. I was, I was missing a whole lot trying to stay comfortable. I left there in that day and went to a global, finding global. Hear me with some of the people all over. My book, in fact, I was an author at the time. I had books in the car. I took those books in with me, and I signed those books for world freaking leaders. Those books left here going to various countries around the world because when I walked in, oh, there she is. Come on. Come grabbing me. I, I need you to meet. Let me introduce you. Da, 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 da. You know, here. She, knowing I take selfies, taking selfies with controllers of the world, people who manage money all over the world. Because I had a unique sense of the wealth gap. I had a unique sense and an understanding because here I was trying to exist in a place that, like, hey, wait a minute, why are you? And I'm like, 30. Thirty over thirty seconds, you know, and the funny part about it was, in all these amazing photos and videos, there I am in this coverage. There I am. Now, mind you, I supposed to be just taking a day off. So, what do you think happened when I went back the next day? See, that's what happens. I would take a day off. And like I, I tried, I'm trying to take a day off and go to something, and I come back, and there I am on the front page of the newspaper. I'm getting texts like, uh, "I'm at the store, and you're on the front page of this newspaper." But, but, but I just took a half day off as a punishment. Like, oh, okay, what's going on? Who are you? What do you do? Wrong. I was. I didn't think I had time. I didn't think I belonged there. But guess what? We got time. We got time. I got time to go back to sleep. I got time to go ahead and stay up. I got time to catch some news. You got time. And it's okay if you're glancing at the clock. You know, and, and but ask yourself, when you're glancing at the clock, what are you looking for? Are you are you trying to keep from getting, you don't want to get caught slipping, or are you trying to catch somebody slipping? I always be on the right side of these things, because when we reminisce about this, I will always have that story of dude trying to be on the wrong side. He wasn't trying, now see, if he had made me an ally, if he had allowed me to be an ally, because, you know, I had some of the best numbers in this building. If Had he made me an ally, I could have helped, but he made me an enemy and I'm like, you know, that, that don't ever go so well, right? So it's okay to notice the time. Like, I'm looking in this 38, 46 into this, and I know that's a whole extra eight minutes and you ain't even playing for it. And a bonus, you're like, wait, this is going a little bit long. That's all right, because we're going to get ready to just shut it down because I'm going to be mindful of your time. I was a little preoccupied with the story. Now I'm going to be mindful of your time. But I'm, I'm recording this at early in the a.m., because the one reason I love this is about recording it is like I can do it at any time and then load it at the time that you expect it. You know, because in fact, I don't know exactly what time you decide to listen, but I know that it's there when you need it. I know that if you ever need any words of wisdom on how to get out of bed, or if you ever want to know how I got out of bed, and I'm not about to get out of this bed because it's chilly this morning, because I love a cool off. Excuse me, a cute, cool August morning. I used to love it, especially when my day when we were in school. 
Because we didn't have we didn't we were we lived too close in proximity to the school, so we didn't uh, have the school buses. We had to walk to school or get taken to school. And of course, I I want to reminisce on the time I'm in Atlanta, so just know um, there were times when we had to be taken to school when children of Atlanta had to be protected. Take yourself there. I ain't going. Um, but then also those mornings coming out and the dew was still on the grass, you know, and the cool morning. We lived near the train yards. So you can hear the trains. I still to this day love hearing the train cars get hitched up together because it, it was a sound that resonated. And it was a very hilly area. And so, you know, all these sounds would come over the hills and, and, and so come over the hills and, and, and such and such. And even now, I love waking up when I wake up this early and I get to hear that roar. I don't know if you guys can hear, but even like I said, when I go quiet, see when I go quiet, it gets absolutely quiet there. But I guess when I was laying down, my breathing was a little hard, <laughs> but now I'm sitting up, but I can hear the roar. And then in, in just a few moments, I'm going to hear a train come through because I live between the train on one side, the highway on the other, the, the, um, expressway on uh, over from there and I just love the sound of the morning uh coming to life and it's funny because there's there two brand new warehouses within earshot of here and I never hear the activity over there or am I just not in tuned to it be in tune today just just try and look around and try to try to notice something different and then it makes you wonder, is that always, was that all, is that, that's something that always happens, you know, that's something that always happens. I hope everybody have a great day. Um, and I'm, I'm, my decision right now, am I going to stay awake? Cause I know if I turn this TV on, if I start browsing on this phone, next thing you know, it'll be 11 o'clock. Cause you know, if I go watch a TikTok, you cannot watch less than three hours. We've already come to that conclusion. You start watching TikTok it's like you three hours in. And uh, and then it'll be time for me to do. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, I think I got a couple of projects I'm going to start today. I went out yesterday and uh, got a couple of things that I needed. Uh, restocked my supplies, so I got to What's today? I've got broadcast Wednesday. I got broadcast day, so I can't start any kind of project until later. Because uh, one, we are. I got to finish listening to this book, and two, we are down to one episode a week until uh, November. Um, for the uh, election, but we're down to one episode, so we didn't broadcast on Sunday. We decided to go ahead and take Sunday back as a family day. I actually did get a chance to go, if I haven't talked about it, um, to my daughter's for dinner. So, got a chance to hang out with the family, and then uh, Monday, had a busy day Monday, and then, of course, Tuesday, yesterday, I ended up going out to restocking my supplies, and so... Thursday, uh, I will begin working on those. Maybe even later on today after, um, after like we, I got groceries in on yesterday. I got the supplies in and then, uh, I'm going to go, I think I've started something marinating for dinner today. So I don't have to worry about that. Plus I might have a little leftovers, uh, from yesterday. We, we did the taco Tuesday. Um, but I have some things that I need to cook before I even open anything else because I have a couple things marinating. So I'll cook those today. Probably just grill. I think I got a couple of chops and I'll probably grill that tonight uh, for Patty Betty's dinner. But then tomorrow, oh, I think I'm going to work on a computer because I, I keep saying I need to. So I'll do that today so as not to start something entirely different. And then um, go into my weekend routine. It's, so that means it's hump day. <clears throat> okay, I got a hump in my throat when I got ready to say that. Sorry for that cough, y'all. Uh, it's hump day, so that means that it's hopefully a good day for all. If you are looking at your watch, looking at the time, and going to get that one more day done, and then get ready and start thinking about the weekend. Uh, I know things are starting to open back up. They're trying more. I know I'm in Georgia, and y'all ain't trying to hear that. Um, but definitely, and I keep forgetting about the Tuesday market. I got to do better on that Tuesday market thing. Even though I was out and about yesterday, we forgot to even go check it out. Um, so hopefully we'll get time the next time to do that. But if you have time today, time on your Wednesday, I won't say time today because I don't know what, what day you listen to this, but if you have time on your Wednesday, it's around one thirty Eastern time. 
Um, we have a broadcast. It's myself with the co-host, and it's called Leading Women Weekly. Leading Women Weekly, and we ask you to check in, and we talk to leading women uh, and to a few leading men about how things, life, the world, the pandemic, um, a lot of things, how it's impacting us. And uh, making sure that we have time to do the things that we want. You have time to get out of that bed. If you don't have anything planned, at least get out of it. Make the bed. Lay back on it if you need to. Because we know some days are what they are. But if you really want to figure out how to get out of bed and you want another episode of this, do know that we did do a 90-day series. If you look back on the podcast platform that you're on, if you made it this far, go ahead and hit the follow, the like, subscribe, whatever it is, so that you get the next episode. But if you need more... Um, we did a full-on 90-day series where we also journaled along through the process coming out of some situations, I'm telling you, um, that I think will be helpful. And in fact, I know it'll be helpful because people have said, this is quite helpful. Um, if you need to talk yourself through, this is me talking myself out of bed and allowing you to just simply listen and then to impart some hindsight, looking for some foresight, Um, some wisdom, you know, it's all about trying to make life just a little bit more satisfying so that we don't have to dread the time that we put into it. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to dread the time that you have to put into your days, that you have to put into workspaces, that you have to put into relationships. You know, all all of our days should be better days. And many of them are oftentimes good days. But you got to be in tuned to your days. You got to be in tune to your days so that you can have good days and better days. Don't always be preoccupied with those things that don't work, don't happen, didn't happen yet. Be more in tune to what did happen. Be more in tune to the people that are around you. Be more in tune to that somebody depends on you for all the right reasons. You know, there are more things going on in our life for all the right reasons. Nobody want to talk about that. We know that, right? But... Do you be the one to talk about it? Be the one to talk about the friendship you have for the right reason. Be the one to talk about the good deeds you did for the right reason. Be the one to talk about the good job you got for the right reason. You know, you don't have to go. Like, I, I, there are a couple people on my timeline, and they post a lot. But they always talk, post into the bitches. <laughs> they always post into the haters. I'm like, do you not know anybody else? Like, you know... Who do you love? <laughs> Where the love is that? That was one of the most popular blog posts I had when talking about haters. Uh, and people to this day talk about how I broke it down and how they used that. Because I had to do it for myself. You know me, I do it for myself. I shared, and I got it from Patty Betty. Patty Betty, when she was younger, story time, we're going to go. We got three minutes. So Patty, no, we don't have three minutes. We over again. Petty Betty used to talk about how I hate that, I hate this, I hate that, I hate that. And I said, and I broke it down to it. I said, okay, we, we Gary Busey the word hate. Gary Busey, you know, Gary Busey likes to break down words by the letters. So I said, hate means you highly anticipate the error, right? Now, show you, if you hate it, show me the error in it. We won't do it anymore. You know, if you can find an error there. Because I can understand it. You, you feel like we're doing something wrong here. Uh, show it to me. So whenever she would say she hated something, she knew I was then going to ask her to point out the error. So guess what she did? She stopped hating everything. Because, <laughs> you know, kids, they get these sayings and so forth and whatever, you know. And like we, I'm, it was one day we had to go in the grocery store. Like, I hate going to the grocery store. Okay. Because, you know, we were stopping on the way home, on the way home, right? And I'm like, I got to run to the store. I got kids to feed. You know, it's like, you hate eating? You know? You hate that we're going to have food? Like, like you just wanted to get home because they just wanted to get home. Didn't want to be part of the food buying process, right? Or stopping at the store. Can't you just take me home and come back? No, I'm not going to do that. I hate doing this. Why? Okay, show me the error. You know, justify it. And that's one of the things I always give my kids a voice. You got voice, use your words. Let's talk this out. Because sometimes they were right. I'm like, you know what, well, hell, okay, let's just go home. I don't feel like cooking no damn way, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm that mama. I'm like, I'm tired too. I understand. I, I understand we just 
one more mile to the house. I would love to just go on and out. But see, this is what happens when you try to give me yours. I'm going to give you mine. It's like, I would love to just, but you know what? When we do get home, I won't sit down for another three hours. You get to go in the house and go, you're a kid. You get to go in the house and do whatever it is you feel, whatever it is you rushing home to do, you get to go home and just do it. I got to go home. I won't sit down for another three hours. I've been at work all day. And I had responsibilities when I got out of work dealing with you. Right? I said, then when I walk in the house, you get to go and do what you want to do. I got, I got to cook. I won't, chill for, I won't sit down and chill for another three hours. I got to make sure all y'all alive, fed, well. Her being one of the ones I was always having to run the urgent care at night. Right? All of this now, now, you don't want to hear that. So, guess what she stopped saying? She stopped saying she hate everything. And I'm like, show me the error. Because am I, am I, if I'm wrong, should I have already done this, you know, according to your time? You know? But that's just, hey, find it. Find, find, find your voice, find your time. Find your voice, find your time. I'm telling y'all, let me get out of here and uh, not keep y'all up because I, I have been up 50 whole minutes. We did it, 51 minutes on this thing, talking about time. And I hope you were not preoccup- so preoccupied with time that you really, I hope that you got to this moment and you like, whoa, that was fast. I hope you didn't say this went, went on forever. I hope I was entertaining. I hope it was satisfying to you, the 50-some minutes you spent listening. And even if you did it in part, I'm glad that you took time. I'm glad that you paused it. I'm glad that you came back to it. I'm glad that you were mindful of what other things that you might have had to do. I'm glad that you put in your ear. I'm glad even if you only listened for five minutes. I'm glad that you were respective of what you needed out of it, the time you had to put into it. And I hope that the stories helped you. I hope that you enjoyed the reminiscing. I hope that you hope that I can do some more. And I promise you I will. All right, so I'm going to go, again, just to tell you a couple more things. Uh, make sure, if you like for more episodes, again, they are out there. And uh, always just swipe the hashtag, Dryer Buzz. You'll see additional content. I don't really have a how to get out of bed. We did do a how to get out of bed hashtag, but it ended up being just alphabets. And I'm like, and I, I could never remember how to say it. So I didn't really do one. Uh, and I don't even, I, I put Dryer Buzz on there. So whatever platform you're on. But I know if you swipe for Dryer Buzz, it's going to show you everything. Unless you're on a podcast platform, but you can filter with that. Um, so definitely check that out as well. I want you all to have a great day. Just, just listen. It's yours if you want it. It's yours. All right. All right. I'm going to ask you to do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.